and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here for our weekly update, Dale. Another big, big week this week. Yes, indeed. This morning we had seven national finals, which mm. was pretty intense, all starting from 3 a.m. Queensland time. So... It's been a long day. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel sorry for you. Unfortunately, some of us had to work, so yes. I couldn't join you in that festivity, the <laughs> homosexual flotilla that took place this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Gosh. Anyway, well, I guess we've had a big week. We should start with some breaking news. Yes. France's song from Tom Lieb has just basically broken in New Zealand, of all the places. They're going to be famous for something, haven't they, the poor things? <laughs> all right, shall we have a listen to this one? This is Tom Lieb with The Best In Me. You are the best in me. Okay, well, look, it's written by Peter Bostrom, who did Euphoria um, back in the day, as well as Amanathair, and also popular, as well as Thomas Gison, also involved in Euphoria, and many, many, many other oh, ones over the decades. Never heard of the bloke. Yeah. <laughs> and also another bloke called John Ludwig, oh, as well, who obviously um, finished fifth last year did he finish fifth in the end or was it six fifth he, in the it was fifth in the I think end, he finished I, fifth in the end I think, yeah. I think it was um but also wrote bigger than us as well so um three big names there yeah. um can you hear their influence what do you think of the song i could definitely hear the john ludwig influence mm. in that one yeah well i guess what struck me first was the amount of english in the song we get the uh, the verses in french but very mm. much the crux of the song in english you know, bit of a change for France. Yeah, it feels maybe about 50-50. It'd be interesting once we see the full lyrics for it. Um, I think it's a good route to go down. They've always they've sometimes included some English in there, but this is by far more than uh, they have for a very long time. Um, okay, what do we think of the song, though? Well, congratulations on winning X Factor there, Tom. <laughs> oh, come on. This is such an X Factor winner's single. And, like, from about 2012... Oh, maybe not that old. No, it is. Um, I'm sorry. I find this is so predictable. You can basically count it down, really. I would say it is predictable. I agree. And I can see that, like, it's the pyro curtain moment. It is the X Factor winning song, particularly towards the end. Yeah. Um, however, I think what France has done is they've gone to the drawing board of safety. Yeah. Uh, you've got three. You've Look Look at these songwriters here. This screams safety to me. Like, I, I don't want to make a big target for myself. You've got a very good-looking bloke singing a song. He's probably going to do just stare down that camera, look pretty, deliver the vocal which isn't too challenging because um he should be able to do that absolutely fine mm. and i think that will win over some televote i think televote will still like this the juries are going to slaughter this but though. the juries are probably going to slaughter it but you know if, if they finish midfield maybe that's just i don't know what yeah I, that's safety that's that's a win for them i mean maybe they think to be honest, better I mean, than i usually I like this kind of music i usually like this kind of Dated. predictable <laughs> predictable pop yeah. i liked bigger than us last year the song itself yeah. And this is, to be honest, I think this is on a par as far as quality goes of song. And there's some decent production of this, but they're so beige. Yeah, but... It is just so beige. I think there's still a place in Eurovision for this kind of stuff. And yeah, I yeah, think like Bigger Than Us... Somewhere between 19th and 26th. No, I think Bigger Than Us would have done a lot better with better staging. And also, you've got Tom. You've got Tom. And yeah, I think that enough. X factor of we him don't. is going to make a big difference. Okay. And we don't know the full line of the songs up yet. But um, look, I think it'd be... It's still... 
I will enjoy this, but I am a little bit disappointed. I will I will probably listen to it when it comes on the soundtrack and not skip it, but I mean we gave up Destination Eurovision for this. Yeah. That is it. Well, wow. I feel like we lost that original kind of French sounding music. Gutless decision, sorry. Oof. Oof. Well, we're not going to Paris 2021, yeah. I don't think. Oh, let's I won't put be, it I'll that be way. hung, drawn, and quartered after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It wasn't just um, France um, during the week, other than the national finals. We also had another artist announcement, didn't we? We certainly did. Roxanne from Romania. She was announced via a very glossy little video. Mm. You know, again, another one of those countries that sort of introduced the artist so you can connect with her and get to know her a little bit. She's 20 years old. She's from Cluj-Napoca in Romania. Came to prominence in 2019 where she featured on uh, Sikatoy's You Don't Love Me, which was quite a bit of a hit around some of the Central European countries around there. What is that? Well, he's a producer. He's a Romanian oh, producer. Sorry. So, oh, my God. Damn. <laughs> so I'm not up with my Romanian producer. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> just learned that up on the Wikipedia anyway. Uh, and then she's also had a hit single in Romania. But look, she's She's very fresh, very uh, contemporary and now on the sort of Romanian music scene. So I can understand why they've gone for this kind of artist. Um, we won't have a Selexia Nacionala this year, but we will have a mini national final. There'll be five songs yep. uh, that Roxanne will sing. And there will be, wait for it, a 50-50 jury and televote. Okay. To decide the winner. Well, that's more sensible, I think, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and she's quite a versatile performer. So, I mean, she's pretty much known for her sort of modern, fresh kind of Euro pop. But she can do ballads. She can do boppy ones. So I expect mm. a bit of a, a, a hodgepodge coming up in this five. And then okay. we'll see which one suits her the best. Oh, that sounds good. That yeah. sounds really good. I Promising think, from, from Romania. Yeah, I think they needed to change things regardless of the drama of last time. Because they've not qualified twice now from mm. being... 100% qualifying record before that. So they, they had to change it up, and I think this is a good approach. Yeah, probably. Give something else a try. All right. Okay, well, let's move on to the national finals that took place this morning. Mm. And we're going to start with one that we've been following from the very start. It's been five long weeks of semifinals and finished with a sixth week in the <laughs> grand final this morning. Um, it was Norway, and we had a winner in Melody Grand Prix. It was Ulrika with Attention. Well, she won the public vote in what was quite a dramatic Melody Grand Prix this morning. Oh, wasn't it? That yes. vote count was fantastic. Well, other than the vote count, we must have mentioned that the internet voting went down Ooh. from going from 10 artists down to the four shortlisted ones. So they did go off to a kind of demoscopic public jury. Oh, gosh. That's but fraught with danger. It is fraught with danger. I don't think it imp impacted the first couple, but anyway, she goes through to the gold jewel, and it was probably the surprise, which was uh, Kristen Hussey. Mm. Um, she made it with Pray For Me, so it was a head-to-head -head battle between the two, and I'm thinking Ulrika's got it, but I tell you what, it, it came down to the very last vote. Ulrika was 27,000 votes behind, but the good people of Ost. Norge, East Norway, 
came home with over 100,000 votes for her to um, to win, okay. um, win by just 5,000, 50.7% to 49.3%. That's really close. Really close. Really close. And I'm not surprised Ulrika won, but what I'm really surprised is Kristen was in the gold final and got that many votes. It was so surprising. Not that she was a bad performer or it was a bad song. I just never, I just saw that in I the neck. Ne- I never I, even thought that made the top four. Yeah. And it was almost looking like she was going to win the whole thing. Mm. And you know what? The internet voting wasn't even fixed at this point. There's crashing for a lot of people. Oh, they say it was fine, but it's crashing. So when you've got a close vote like that, it shows online voting is fraught with danger in yeah. a very short time period. I guess it's still in its infancy in a way. When yeah. We, you know, uh, so we're going to have some teething problems. It's good that they gave it a try, but oh, gosh. Well, look, she was the fa- the bookie's favorite going in. So in the end, we probably got the winner that we may have always got. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of the song? What do you think? Is this good? Is this the right choice for Norway? Look, I don't know if it's the right choice, to be honest. This is a really good, solid, scandy ballad, let's be honest. Yeah. It's good, tried, tested stuff. We've heard this before, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She shows, to be honest, I think she shows a great vocal range and a great vocal control in the performance of the song as well. And that could be eye-catching for juries, because mm. I thought she performs it very, very well. There's no, there's no, I mean, there's a pyro curtain, but there's no real fireworks that go off in this, is there? So if anything, it's tried, true, solid not really knocking my socks off though even though I think it's a good song I think it's solid I think fans really like it I wasn't a massive fan going I think it was about fifth for me um, but I did like the performance today mm. I liked what she was wearing I think it suited the big stage well yep. where others fell down with the big stage mm. and I think her vocal was good um, I don't think she's like uh, people compare this to Sunna Nielsen undo and Sunna's um, I think um, a stronger vocalist not any anything shading Ulrika more control from Ulrika I, I do agree mm. with you it's quite a controlled vocal but it makes me maybe not feel the goosebumps mm. I want to feel because there's um, parts of it she goes big and then she goes quite quiet and but then I big again and I don't think the big's that big though really? that's my kind of issue with no, it okay. I think no it's quite just 70% but mm. it's still very good I like the lighting on it it's a good solid entry definitely for Norway um, probably for Australia they're in our semi-final probably wasn't the ideal result there is a a, kind of like a comparable break, song com, yeah not similar style necessarily but mm. there's some similarities in terms of the topic and you know the uh, yeah I just probably would have preferred a different one because we kind of feel we compete against it a little bit fair enough and what do you think of the overall show it has been a journey around Norway this uh, month what did, uh, you, what did you think they came up with in the end in the end it was really good I think look you've got a massive stadium like mm, a massive it's like huge, it's huge it? it goes it's a really big event um, we had Kano there they did this great fantastic uh, performance with a, a kind of a chorus of yoikas um, they were dressed futuristically it was they really played homage to the Melody Grand Prix of the last 60 years oh, it, it was a really good show um, the big surprise to me was Rain Alexander not making mm. the the final four um, probably thought it was a very good chance to win the yeah. whole thing and he didn't even make the final four so that was a bit of a head scratcher I mean I thought perhaps after Kano's um, sort of storming televote win in Eurovision the Norwegian public may go look that's what we're good at how about we send something of the same cheesy ilk mm. this year but instead I Am Gay made the top four. Oh yeah I Am Gay made the top for and that just made me really lose wow. the faith with the Norwegian people. <laughs> I was losing faith at a point. The internet voting was down. I am gay. Got Ian Rain Alexander out. I oh, was, wow. and then Kristen Hosoy almost won the whole thing. <laughs> it was a very strange morning, but overall, it's over now. Yeah. <laughs> they've got a winner, and um, best of luck in Rotterdam for them. As long yeah. as they don't get ahead of us. Yeah, I mean it's a good song, so <laughs> they should do fairly well there. Fairly. I guess we're off to one of the other big national finals that ended, I would never thought I'd say it was a big one, uh, ended this morning was Lithuania. We have a winner out of there. It's the Roop 
on fire. The heat is getting higher. I feel that I'm on fire. The world is my desire. I feel that I'm on fire. Well, as many of you listening would know, we have one of our wonderful Aussie Vision contributors that's been following the Lithuanian national final the entire journey this time. Got to be palming him off a good one, this one. I know. Well, let's have a listen to Kyriakos and his thoughts. During this year's Eurovision national final season, I had the privilege of following the Lithuanian national final. Over the course of three heats and two semifinals, I've been exposed to many new artists who now have been added to my Spotify playlist. My favourite casualties before the grand final include Gabrielis Vangelis, who will forever be known for his kimono look, a Petunia with her regal look, and Evanya Redko. The grand final itself was exceptional, with a lot of really great performances, and it was really hard to tell who could be the outright winner. To me, easily five out of the eight acts could have been sent to Eurovision and I would have been really happy. AST with Unbreakable opened the show and wow, she really blew the stage. She looked like a winner, she sounded like a winner and she just had the audience behind her. Other highlight performances include Ruta Loop, who was just on point with all her vocals. Monica Maria with If I Leave. I just loved it from the first time I heard it back in the heat and she didn't disappoint in the grand final. And also Monique with Make Me Human, who just gave so much emotion to her performance and just went up a few notches with her vocals. But the night belonged to The Roop. They officially won and made a huge impact when they dominated, being the public favourite from the very beginning back in Heat 3. They had a catchy song with striking choreography and very interesting fashion. In the grand final, they got over 35,000 votes, three times more than the second place, and they got more votes than the rest of the act's votes put together. No matter what people say, I don't believe the Roop are just a novelty act. They are the real thing. Personally, the Roop with On Fire has now become my number one song to win Eurovision 2020 in Rotterdam. A little bit early to call, but they're definitely very striking. They're going to be a crowd favourite, and they're just so unique, and I really feel like they're going to stand out. Well, look, the thing that stood out to me there was the Roop got more public votes than all the other acts combined. Totally. They were a massive, massive hit in Lithuania. There was people doing the dances, choreographed dances outside the stadium. This is huge. And what I really like about this, even though Monica Maria was my favorite and maybe the better song to send, is that this is the choice of the Lithuanian people and they spoke in volumes and they got the song that they wanted. And that's what Eurovision's all about. I mean, uh, pre-final, we did say, I guess it's all about, there was many jostling for the front. And we did think maybe it's about where the jury would have put the route to see if it got through. Well, you wouldn't be standing in the way of that tidal wave because they would have lynched you for that. Yeah. But um, look, you know. And And they gave it 12 points to jury in the end. Absolutely. I mean, for me... I mean, it's a very catchy song. It's very, it's very simple. Let's be honest. It's a pretty simple sort of song, and it's got the very annoying higher fire desire thing going on as well. So I do worry about its jury appeal 
to a degree. But my gosh, as far as Televote goes, we could see another spirit in the sky kind of a moment happening. Oh yeah, look, the the visual of it is 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 what makes a song. Like the dance, everyone will be doing that dance. Mm. Even a few weeks ago after the first heat, we showed it to some non-Eurovision-y kind of people. They ate it up. They loved it. Yeah. So expect a good Televote. I agree with you. Not sure about the jury appeal there. So what do you think about our old Kyriakos calling um, Eurovision 2020 for Lithuania? <laughs> Are we off to Vilnius next year? I, I, well, I don't know. Um, look, you know how you, when people leave cults, they need to go to deprogramming? I think that's. I think we need to send Kyriakos there. I don't know what we've done to him with this whole Lithuania thing, but I'm really worried about his well-being at this well, point. Well, look, it was, a, it was a good cult to join because I must say, Probably been overall the best national final of, of the most compelling national final. National final, maybe not the best production or whatever, but yep. just the most compelling. Good competitive songs, good process, good variety of songs. Wow, I'd never thought we'd be saying this about Lithuania. <laughs> some some alternate universe. Also, I think they've benefited from having some free air. We didn't have a destination Eurovision. We haven't had the UK this year. It always seems like it's just a clearer air for them to actually show what they've got. Yeah. And rather than come across as novelty and weird, they've actually people have sat down taken a bit of notice of the songs and gone actually mm. this is actually a pretty good selection when you yeah. look at it actually that's true we've kind of half watched it in the past mm. so I, I do agree on that side alright well uh, good luck to the Roop I don't think they need it because they're going to do fairly well I think mm. alright I guess we're off to the other side of the continent there Dale we're off to Armenia yes we're off to Eurasia um, Armenia had their national final this morning Depi Evratizel and we had a winner mm. and it was it's Athena with Chains on You. Well, she came first in the jury, third in the televote. Wow, only third. Only third, but she did win overall. Um, she's actually Greek-born, but Armenian, um, and she also competed in the X Factor UK recently as well. So stuff. she's she has you know quite a bit of experience, and I think it really showed um, in her song. Um, so yeah, did you like this? What do you think of it? I did. I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I know it kind of sounds surprised. Um, look, I, I enjoyed the performance. I thought it was a well-thought-out staging, etc. And also she had some very strong vocal moments in the song to give it a bit of power. Um, the rapping parts of it, I found she was a little mumbly at times, which isn't great. But apart from that, I thought it was a really good performance overall. The song plods a little, maybe. Just it did seem like a long three minutes for a while. But... And sometimes you can't really tell how these R&B songs on a studio are going to come across live. But I thought she did it fairly well. I agree. I was worried how this would come across live. Um, but I think her staging concept was, I mean, yes, simple but good. She was on mm. a throne. Yep. She had those dances. I like the makeup, the raccoon look. It was quite good. <laughs> um, but no, it looked, uh, I, don't, it, I mean, I say that in jest, but it was actually looked really good. It did. Um, and I think it, it did come across well. I agree with you. It's a long three minutes after about 90 seconds. Yeah. But create more moments with staging and you will make that three minutes work because we haven't heard something like this in Eurovision. This is quite modern. It's good. 
I agree. It's it's something a, a sort of you know a, a young Nicki Minaj or a, a, of Cardi B would have done on their on their albums. Um, <laughs> so it's good to see this into the uh, Eurovision sphere. And if you think this isn't going to happen again, well, great. Good to see her breaking some new ground. And it's gonna it's gonna it's got an audience. People will like this. It does. It doesn't surprise me. She's done some UK stuff. This sounded quite grimy UK kind of you know that pop trying to do a bit of like hip hop. R&B. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's a good sound. I like it. Um, so, yeah, good work, Armenia. Something mm. different for a change from them. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, I guess we should go to the ones that didn't get a winner tonight, uh, or last night. Let's talk about Sweden, Melody Festival, and the much maligned. Is it? Does it happen this time every year? Everybody complains this is the worst Melody Festival in ever. Mm, uh, no, I don't think so. I just think we kind of get three shows in and we know if it is one of the worst ones. Um <laughs> But we'll talk about that in a moment. Oh, you're saving something there. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about semi-final number three. We had our directive finals. We had Mohambi with winners. Mm. What do you think of that one, Dale? Um Well, first of all, he's <laughs> that staging concept from Armenia Kami from uh, 2018. He did. He did. Uh, I just, I was didn't, I didn't enjoy this too much. I must say, I think he did a good performance. Mm. I think it's competent. It just sounds so by numbers. Everything I've heard from Sweden in the last few years. What's his name? Who's written every song this year? Oh God, Jimmy Jansen. Jimmy Jansen. Like <laughs> it just, it just feel, it, it just felt like nothing to me. Yeah, I've written here chorus okay, largely forgettable. Yeah, unfortunately. Forgettable. And and I mean there was some good production parts, but if you ask me how the song went, I wouldn't be able to I tell you. I can tell you now. Yeah, totally. Wouldn't have a clue. All right, but anyway, he's, we'll be seeing him in the final. Did we talk that one up? Mm. Uh, another director final <laughs> was one of the fair favourites, Mariette, with her song Shout It Out. I'll start on this one, Dale. I thought this was quite good. I think it was too. It had a really nice opening with the staging, etc. like that bright sunshine kind of thing she had going on. It's got a decent chorus. Uh, it's probably not outstanding. I can't imagine this going to Rotterdam or whatever, but I thought it was a pretty um, entertaining three minutes and Mariette solid as best she could. Yeah, totally. I agree. Actually, I think so far out of the stuff this year, this is one of the better ones. Mm. Um, again, yeah, simple chorus, but effective. Um, she kind of prowls around the stage a bit, maybe a bit more staging, but I like what they've done. Mm. Uh, it's not her best thing that she sent, but it's not her worst Yeah, well. because she's had got high, high quality stuff. So yeah. that's you know, a pretty high bar to get to. So I, I think, yeah, if she brought a million years this year then she's probably winning uh, Melfest at this rate mm. um, but yeah no I think I think it was solid and I'm not surprised it went through this was probably probably the favourite of the lot I saw tonight hmm. yeah I would probably agree with you on that let's talk about our Andre Hansen ones we had Drangana with their Schlager thing <laughs> Bigger kind, of, kind of that kind of fishing village kind of shanty like mixed with, with a bit rock. of heavy metal with a yeah. bit of rock or whatever yeah, yeah. I, I liked it obviously you you know me with this kind of shanty nonsense <laughs> I, I love it i eat it up for like herring um but no it was it was really quite enjoyable i thought it was fun and i hope it gets through to the final i think it'll bring some fun to, to melfest yeah. it's interesting it's one of those things you can only get away with in scandinavia this one yeah, or maybe Ireland. Yeah, this, yeah. this one went down like a bad herring for me, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's go with the other one. Andre Hansen was uh, Anis Dondemina with mm. his song. I'm not even going to try and pronounce that one, but it was a bit of a rap 
kind of upbeat thing. I really liked it. I like the staging concept, yeah. the whole magazine thing. Magazine staging concept. It sells really well. Good. Really, the, really like good. it's that kind of pop rap that works really well. Sort of Macklemore kind of vibe. Yeah, to there's it. been oh, some. Um, why did you throw the, me that look, Dale? The comparisons <laughs> to Macklemore um, in the kind of people were saying plagiarism. I don't no think it's that far. There's some no. very heavy similarities, um, <laughs> and I think look, this this style of music is it's out there. Like it's not Macklemore isn't the first to do that kind of. That yeah. beat going in the background, yeah. I think it had really good energy, and he sold it pretty well. So I was surprised it didn't go straight through. Actually, this over Mohambi any day. Thank Likewise, you. Likewise, I thought he put on a show. Mm. All right, so we go off to semi final four next week. Is that the last one? That was the last one. Uh, and so you've got something to say about the quality? Why are you looking at me like this? No, I'm just saying, like I'm like I'm really hoping the next semi final brings us something because right now I'm not saying anything, unless this was all about Felix Salmon winning. And well, at the moment it's. I, I this has definitely dropped from last year for me so far. I've been okay. pretty disappointed. I guess we remember John Ludwig came in semi-final four last year True. and blew everyone out of the water. Perhaps somebody will emerge from the last semi-final. Look, I think there's some good solid songs in there, uh, particularly Anna Birkendahl. I like hers. Um, so maybe a woman might get through this. One. I don't know. Maybe this time for a bit of risk-taking in Sweden. Mm. Um, I feel mm. like this packaged-up stuff, I, I feel it's probably the most beige wouldn't say worse, the most beige Melfest I think I've come across. Okay, strong words, strong words. Hopefully mm. semi-final four will pull it out of We've the We've got fire. one more to, to save it. All right, let's zip across the Baltic. We had, uh, Easter Lowell had both their semi-finals during the week. Yes. Which one do you want to talk about first? Well, let's talk about semi-final one first. Oh, yeah, it's probably a good place <laughs> to start, isn't it? Yeah, so look, I mean, out of this one, I don't think any of them really big favourites. I feel like they were in the second semi, but look, we had Sin Voltre get through with her oh, bears. Gosh, I love um, that. Stefan got through, but didn't get through in the first round of voting. So you'd have to say he's probably out of the running now. If you don't get through in that first four, which combine the jury and the televote, you then go to the televote playoff for the fifth and sixth place. Oh, okay. So if you don't make that until four, you're, you're kind of struggling at that point. I really I think. enjoyed his performance. I thought he was vocally fantastic. Unfortunately, the song was just a bit of a manufactured sad boy song, unfortunately. Look, we also had Egert's George on My Mind, which is a bit of a sleeper hit. Mm. We had Rasmus. I was surprised that got through. I didn't mm. think it was particularly good. And and um, Freddie got through that jazzy style vocal. Yeah. So that was a oh, good vocal, though. And Lara, from famous from obviously Verona and other <laughs> songs, um, the only one that matters, Verona, she got through as well on that public vote too. So very kind of country-esque song. Interesting um, performance. Interesting a lot of video staging. cuts going on in that one, isn't There's it? There's a lot of video happening so far in Eastie Lao. Mm. Um, the staging hasn't been amazing, but... Semi-final two. I think we saw mm. the staging. And let's just play a little bit of this, actually. Mm. It's um, Jagup Tuisk with Beautiful Lie. So yeah, I played that one because this has easily the biggest staging and the most budget behind it, which normally means we might be looking at a winner from Easty Lau here. What did you think of the performance? Um, wow, I'm glad you asked, Al, because I didn't rate it at all. Oh. I thought it was very stilted. I thought he came across with a lack of experience and confidence and didn't really sell it. It was almost almost a little high schooly performance for me. And if we didn't have the rain effect, I would have 
totally hated the whole thing, to be honest. I thought maybe it didn't start particularly strong, but I liked the dance choreography. I thought that worked really well, um, personally. Okay. I thought his vocal was probably about 90% there. Mm-hmm. You're being generous. I <laughs> I think it was good. And also, remember, like, semi-final staging is a of bit course. different in Easty Lau, and it always does build up a lot more for the final. Of course. I'm also going to say, I think my problem is I just don't particularly like the song. I think it lacks a melody for me that I can hang on to. So therefore, I feel it's just a it's, little hollow. It's just a different sort of structure, which I quite like. I think I do like it. Um, I yeah. probably prefer others, but I watched it this morning and you've got an X factor to it. And I, I'd be probably surprised if it doesn't win. But my predictions at the moment are down the toilet, so mm. don't listen to me. Um, <laughs> the other ones to get through were Inger, not yep. Inga, Inger, um, Udo, um, Traffic, as well as Schumer, and of course... Uku Savist yeah, got through. I, with... I enjoyed his performance. Um, look, a bit more of a old school kind of, you know, power ballad. Look, I, I, you know, I thought he really hit the vocals he really needed to hit, did what he needed to do, and heaven help anyone who has to light and blow out all those candles. <laughs> no, there was a lot of candles. <laughs> a lot of candles on the floor. The only thing I'd say, there was a big, I would really change a lot of what he's like, what he's wearing. Oh, awful. To me, he came across as like the kind of older... Um, much older brother yeah. of Yagup. Yagup really showed him up. Yeah. I think like in the fashion sense, uh, maybe Uku has more presence, but I felt like I looked at him and he looked, I was just a bit like... It looked like a rehearsal outfit. It looked like dad has singing compared to like <laughs> the young hip thing. No, no, no. Like obviously I'm not the usual type of dad, but yeah, no, it, it looked to me the age difference was quite clear and I don't think that's a good thing for well, Uku. I'm sure he'll step it up for the final. I think he will they too. They all, all do at, at yep. Estonia at East Lau, so I'm expecting a good show out of East Lau after that. I think we're now to the 12th. We're going to have a better show. I think we were struggling with the 24, but yeah. I think we've got a good show with the 12. All right, excellent. We're looking forward to that one. Let's go to Vidber mm. and our friends in Ukraine. Uh, we had three qualifiers from this one. Uh, let's talk about the first one. The winner of the semifinal was Tvichi, Tvichi. <laughs> uh, with Bonfire. Won the jury won the tally vote. It was a bit of an interesting one. Yeah, I was surprised to see that it won both. Um, I've written here, odd. <laughs> kind of a cool dude um has presence song i, I couldn't tell you anything of mm. it other than i remember the staging more than the song itself uh yeah i prefer i prefer others yeah it oh, i've got here had some impact he's also got bad diction i it took me 30 seconds to realize it was being sung in english i even said to you is this in english and you were like yeah oh, christ either i'm going deaf or something's going on yeah all right other other qualifiers were kalat with call for love which i think is a bit interesting this one i think this is the best song in the entire lineup for vidbur uh this is it's got a bit of maruv kind of sound oh, to it a little bit <laughs> with a little bit of traditional elements in there as well. Don't think it's as good as Maruv last year, but I, mm. I find it really interesting, and I hope this goes. This is the best song in the lineup. And it was a very competent performance. I thought he was very tight with his choreography and his uh, vocal and everything. And the last one, which is a completely different kettle of fish from the others, a bit like last week, was David Alex Rod with Horizon. Mm. Um, well, he had the Rocco Wings. Well, he didn't personally, but his five backup singers mm-hmm. did. Uh, power Ballad. And look, I thought it was well sung but my god this is by numbers yeah by numbers in 2007 yeah. uh yeah look it's it's fair <laughs> can be no higher praise from you dale <laughs> so those were the three that got through semi-final two for vidber um, i guess we had a good vocal oh, there we go i'll yeah. give you a positive thank you gotcha. <laughs> his hair teeth. was very well conditioned it was. there's a lot of it
right. Well, I can see you're chomping at the bit for the Vidbur Grand Final, which will be coming up. Oh, you said next week or the next week, week after? Next, next week. week. Fantastic. Yep. Let's go off to Song of the Captain and Dale. You can entertain us with that one. Yeah, so second semi-final of Song of the Captain. We probably had the two big hitters this week, mm. and I'm pleased to say they both got through. We had Daddy um, also getting through, and as well as Eva with Oculus. Mm. They were the two big favourites, and they went directly through. And also... Nina got through as a wild card. Yeah, with her song Echo. I quite enjoyed that. It was kind of a little boppy, a little scanny number she had. I think what everyone was writing to see was how was Oculus live because people have been really bigging this up as even a potential Eurovision winner. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the performance? Look, fantastic song oh, like, and fantastic vocal. I think there's no problem with her vocal. You know, I, I'm sort of putting my underwhelmingness down to the actual stage because it did, again, look a little high school performance because of just the staging. Uh, if they can elevate everything and and really get the haunting vibe that this song has mm. and get that across and I think this is unstoppable uh, for this for this national final because yeah it's it really is something something else that no one's gonna have I think it's a real hit or miss if you get it right you're through into cancer and you're doing well if you don't get it right you're not mm. even winning song for captain and I don't think at this stage yeah. and I don't think that performance was a winning performance this week. I would say actually Duddy was better um, out of the two as a kind of competent all round together thing. You give me such a look there. I'll... But the problem with this was, I think it just lacked the impact of the song. Hmm. It just was sung and they walked around a little bit. You had got a few high priestesses sort of kind standing of. there. You got to go big people, go big or go home. And even the staging just had those sort of lighting rigs that just plonked on the side of the stage. It was all very underwhelming. Wrong colour choices. Why I wouldn't I'd go more dark I would go black I wouldn't use red mm. um, I just found them very odd choices of uh, the whole thing but you know what they can fix it she is apparently singing English for the final which I don't think is a good idea oh, okay. I think it should be I we'll like see. it in Icelandish so we'll see we'll see um, we shall see I'm sure they'll elevate the staging for the grand, for the final I'm sure so Duddy um, didn't yeah. like it again we have it's so I feel like I'm watching some uni art collective be adorably dorky and I mean the song's not that bad the song is okay and it's quite catchy but it's yeah I just I'm sorry the shtick just doesn't work with me at all I feel like we're back in 2017 all over again because we had the same discussion discussion. and this shtick just doesn't stick with me I'm sorry I think it would work well I think people would really connect with it look I do think they're more self aware of the dorky thing this year Mm -hmm. Um, they need to nail their choreography (laughs) because I mean dorky is right they were missing steps all over the place so gotta get that spot on but um, yeah no look I liked it I think it's a good little concept and I'm what I'm sort of saying, if the other one gets it wrong, people would love that kind of lovable thing, and it could be a shock uh, loss for Eva here. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I could see that sneaking through and taking the crown and going off to Eurovision, but I, would people like that at Eurovision? People are looking to get it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, you obviously would. I think yeah. others would enjoy it, for sure. Possibly. All right. Well, that's it for the national finals for the mm-hmm. week. Yes. Week ahead, Michael. Right, we've got Poland tomorrow morning for their third semi-finals of karaoke in Poland. <laughs> we'll talk about it when we get to the final the following week. Hooverphonic um, will be releasing their song as well. Long awaited. Uh, yes, so in the next kind of 24-odd hours or so. Terrific. Um, so next weekend, we also we have the final in Ukraine. We have the final in Slovenia. Mm. And we also have semi-finals, the last one of Sweden, and also the first one of Portugal. And also, I failed from, to say that Romania on Friday will be releasing the songs 
for the national final you mentioned earlier. Oh, good. I'm sure people are the dissecting them. A lot of people excited about Festival de Canciel. I can't mm. say there's been a massive favourite for me that's leapt out and, and sort of taken the reins like this is the one you should pick. People have their own favourites. Yeah, it's always live with Portugal. Mm. It's always going to be interesting. I'm really, I don't know if Rebellion's in the first semi, but that's probably the song I'm liking at the moment, but I'm doubtful about how that's going to come across <laughs> live I must say yeah Portuguese song in English Ooh, I don't fancy it mm, yes indeed alright well thanks very much for joining us it's been a very big uh, weekend but we're getting a lot more songs we're up to 10 Eurovision songs now in the contest quarter of the way there good stuff and it's shaping up to be a good lineup too I'm enjoying it indeed alright thanks for joining us thanks guys thanks guys